Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Alberts. I'm so excited you're with us. Hey, we're going to talk about how to fight for your child, your family, your child's future. You don't need me to tell you that if you have children or grandchildren or you work with children, maybe you're an educator, uh, you don't need me to tell you we're in a heap of trouble. When we have parents in our society who think different than other parents or who want to exercise their parental responsibility to protect their children, to teach their children, well, we're being told to sit down and shut up. We're being told uh, your opinion doesn't matter. Uh, we have political candidates that say parents don't have any, shouldn't have any say in what their kids are taught. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. What can you do? What should you do? Let's talk about that on this episode of Equipped to Be. Now, I have to tell you, many of you may or may not know, it depends on how long you've been around here, but I have been involved in political strategy and campaigns and such for, gosh, since I was in middle school. I remember my mother. It's really interesting how uh, I've never really shared this, but yeah, I was in middle school and I didn't know really anything about politics. But my mother had decided that she was really for a specific candidate and and that we were going to go wave signs. And I, you know, I was game. They gave me a free t-shirt. I didn't know to look into the platform that these candidates stood for. You know, I was, I was in middle school. Your kids don't think about that either. But my family was of a very different political bend than I chose to be. And so I kind of look back and I think, man, I wonder who that was. I have no idea anymore. But, you know, I want to talk about how to fight for your child, for your family, for their future. I may be very specific in this episode because the heat is intensifying and parents are absolutely being you, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, educator, and I know that our listeners, we have a global audience, you guys. Thanks so much for the support of Equipped to Be. We've reached a few milestones lately, but I, you know, some people had a party. I should have a party, but I didn't. It was, it was just kind of a very humble, God, I just can't believe what you've done in the midst of COVID and all that's happened. But in this episode, I want to be very specific. I don't want to be a fear monger. And I'm certainly not going to be yelling and screaming and telling you this is you, you, exactly what you have to do, because frankly, I don't know your season. 
we had a sweet family staying with us here at at our home, and they had young children. And the last thing, the last thing I should do is tell this young mama of many little children, not only do you have to care and look after and teach and train and what you're doing, you know, you're you're raising kids. Not only do you need to do that and they're very busy, she's got a business, but now you got to go add this to your life as well. No, I'm sorry. You know, in the book of Ecclesiastes, God clearly says there's seasons and there's a time. And so I'm not going to I'm not going to put some guilt trip on you guys and say you got to go do this right now cuz the house is on fire, you know? I just I can't do that. Cuz the job of teaching and training your children is very important. And it's got it's something that when God's called you to do something, uh, you know, and he makes a way for your family. So there's three points I want to talk about today. And that is you can't get sidetracked. You know, one thing that I learned about politics is the more crisis you can create, the more confusion and drama, and the more you can get people looking over and, uh, you know, at the at the headline and going, oh, no, I better get like 20 things of toilet paper because the shelves will be bare by, you know, within a matter of weeks because of supply chain. Oh, no. Well, now everybody's afraid and... I'm not saying that's not happening. There is definitely a supply chain issue. But something that I've learned, and it's not really talked about, but it's clearly understood in the political realm, and that is the more crisis, the better. How about that? I will tell you, uh, Rob Emanuel, who has gotten himself in trouble over the years, he just kind of made that. He just took a flashlight. Uh, No, not even a flashlight. He took a floodlight. He just turned that thing on and exposed the truth, and that is, you know, not not letting a crisis go to waste. Well, right now, you and I, we're, we're dealing with crisis of, gee, disproportional numbers, depending on where you are. Like I was talking with somebody today, and they're in a, a place where restrictions are, are pretty intense, and I have other friends that aren't. So, now is a time to fight for your child and for your family. It is. I am going to tell you, it is. But when I said about the crisis, you can't fight all the crisis. You can't fight what's happening in schools and in healthcare and uh, with uh, medical procedures and with uh, border issues. And I mean, the, the list is endless. I mean, you know. Unless you live under a rock, you know that in every country around the world, and again, thank you to all you listeners that are in New Zealand and Australia, in South Africa, United Kingdom, Sweden, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. There's many more countries than that, but Canada, Mexico, thank you for supporting and listening to Equipped to Be. Thank you. You know, thank you for those that have subscribed and or, or just click the button to follow our podcast, whether it's on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher, you know, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you. And if you've left a review, I'm going to make this appeal. Please write those reviews. I, I know I had no idea when I began the podcast just 
how important those reviews are. So if this is ministering to you, if this has been encouraging, and we've covered a lot of topics, I know that, would you kindly consider leaving a review, telling your friends about it? You know, if you could just tell five friends, and then you ask those friends, yeah, if you listen to it and you like it, will you promise me you'll listen? You'll tell, you know, five of your friends. You know, the compound effect. I mean, it's just multiplication. Oh, man, that would be so great. We, we would really appreciate it here at Equipped to Be. Every week we show up and, and we're faithful. And sometimes it's a little hairy around here because all of us, not everybody on this team of Equipped to Be lives in the same time zone. So sometimes we have people that are in the Eastern time zone, the Central, the Mountain, the Pacific. And it can get, it can get a little crazy at times, but thank you. But it is time. Here's three points I want you to know. Like I said, the more crisis, the better. And here's what, here's what people know. This is what the lawmakers, the legislators, this is what they know. You can't fight at all. You can't fight everything. You can't, you can't try to fix all the problems. You can't do it. And what will happen is you try. It's like the, the plate's spinning. The plate spin and spin and spin, and you're running around like, you know, just frantic, trying to keep all the plates spinning and trying to have your hand over here and your hand over there and, and, and teaching your kids and, and building a family and trying to solve all the world's problems. And maybe you're running a business. You can't, you don't have time in the day to address them all. But here's what you have to do. You have to... Pick one or two things. That's it. One or two things. Two stretching it, but one or two things. And this is going to be dependent. Your one or two things is going to be dependent on how many children you have, the ages of your children, your temperament, your health, that of your spouse if you're married, your children's personality and temperament. You know, if, if they are totally against, you know, getting involved at all, it's going to make it hard for you. So you want to pray and you want to ask the Lord, what's, what's the most important thing that I can lend my talents, my strengths to? And what would fit and work within our family unit? Because your family unit is rather important. At the end of all of this, you want to have your family intact. I mean, that would be the goal, right? You can't get sidetracked. Now, I'm preaching to the choir here because I am constantly taking on new projects and I'm also constantly having to take off, lay down, walk away, say no. I have to do that all the time. One, because I do want to save the world. I do want to save every family. I do, I do want to equip parents and, and women. I do want to help teens and college kids see the possibilities of their future. I mean, those, you know, parenting and education, uh, according to the principles that God has laid out, is really quite a, quite a job to do. And, and that's not even added to everything else that you're doing. So when you begin asking the Lord, what is it? 
which crisis? Is it climate change? Is it, you know, I don't know. It could be so many different things. Ask the Lord, what is it that you and your family can do together? Your kids catch and learn a lot from you. I don't care what that governor said. or the, I don't care what he said. Parents, you do teach or train your children. You are your child's greatest influence. And I'm telling you, every second of every day, you're being attacked. The heart, the, the heart of your child, the wanting to make children think their parents are idiots or don't understand or aren't really good parents. Oh man, that's every single day. You turn on the TV and you're bombarded with these messages. Uh, you go out in the community and you hear them as well. Pick one or two things. What's most important? Maybe it's education. Maybe it's the border crisis. Maybe it is inflation. Just pick one or two. And then start talking about them with your kids. Talking about what you're going to be doing and why, whether you're doing it independently or whether you're going to incorporate your kids. And can I just tell you right now, man, there is something really amazing about including your kids and doing some of this stuff together. Your kids are learning from you. You are their greatest influence. Uh, You are. I'm going to keep saying that. You are your child's greatest influence, regardless of what anybody in any situation says you are. You're influencing your kids. And if you can pick one or two things that are of interest to your kids or of great need to the overall success of your family, then just dive in. I mean, figure out how much time you can spend or what skills or talents you can add or what knowledge you have that would actually help. Then don't get sidetracked. Over the next crisis that comes along and you're thinking, why I got to jump over here and I got to help that? No, you don't. I mean, I, I say that because I, I, it's my thing. It's, it's what I struggle with is taking on too much. I'm constantly having to, to peel it off. You also have to know your own energy level and your stamina level and the needs of your kids. That's why I, I just can't. I can't say, you got to go do this and this and this and this and this because you, you can't leave your kids. There, there's got to be a balance. Ecclesiastes talks about that. I want to encourage you. I'll throw that in the show notes, but I want to encourage you to to just read it. There is a time for all things. There is a time. There is a season. Seasons of littles, babies, it's going to be very, very demanding. If you have the means and you can afford to hire help, cleaners, somebody that helps clean the house or somebody that helps take care of the baby, that's great. You still have the same 24-hour day. So you can't get sidetracked from those one or two things when the next new thing comes along. That's where you have to say no. Not now. Number two, you, so not, number two, you've got to, when you've picked those one or two things, you want to pick even more specific what is it about those one or two things that you know you could add value, make a difference, have an impact? You could add uh, knowledge and skills to to help the team or help advance the cause or create awareness. And you have to look at the time you have available. If you have one or two children, your time, the way you slice your time, 
is very different from somebody that has three, four, five kids. So you want to work, you want to do what works within your season. Knowing your season's going to change because your kids are going to grow and their needs are going to become less needy of you. They're always going to need mom, but they may not always need mommy. I mean, they shouldn't need mommy by the time they uh, move out or get married or go to college. Uh, They just need mom. And I was talking to a sweet mama. She's a mama of many kids, and she was a little discouraged because she wasn't getting as much done, and she felt she should be doing all this community uh, community serving and helping and all this stuff. And, and instead, you know, that isn't what's happening. And, and she was rather discouraged. And I, I just kept thinking, um, our season of mothering really, it changes, but it never really ends. Not when you're building a family. So do what works for your season. And then have extreme confidence knowing You will make a difference, and it it does matter, and God will give you what He needs for you to be able to do that. It might be a sprint for a little bit. Maybe it's a marathon. Maybe it's a relay race. But work, do, do what works for your family. And lastly, ask the Lord to raise up others to tackle and address the concerns or the craziness or the flat-out wrongness of vitally important matters to the family unit, to your child's future and their education. There's millions and millions of people. Regardless of what country you live in, ask the Lord to raise up other people because you know you have to keep and maintain what your assignment is, and you have to run your race with excellence. You can't look at everybody else's, and you can't keep hopping lanes. When you are off the block, you, you're you running. And when that particular race closes because God either says, walk away, or it's over, or you, something happens, and then you start anew. You got to get back on that, that block, and, you know, they count down, runners, and then they're off again. So you, you you might be in many races, but you can't run every race at one time. And I want you to hear me on that. <laughs> Partly because I'm one that uh, learned the hard way. I lost the, the balance several times. And, you know, we had the relationships with the kids that they could tell us. Doesn't mean it's not humbling. But let me just reiterate to this because it's very important. Now is the time to fight for your children. Everything about what is happening in education, in the functioning of, a, of your country, of America, every bit about it is under siege and under attack. And it's, it's a battle for beliefs and ideology and a future. And we've reached this impasse where you're not going to convince anybody, but you can shape and influence your children. You can teach them. And we've talked about this before, know the why. But your children are watching. And so now's the time. 
Find out what that is. Consider all your options and the resources that you have. And you just can't focus on too many things. Just, you know, God doesn't intend for us. He has 12 disciples, right? All very different people. They had one mission. I mean, it was a, it was a singular mission, but they're all very different. And they, they went about what their assignment was very differently. And we need to remember that. And you know, David, who was just a boy, spoke up and said, uh, let me at it. You know, let me at it. It wasn't, David didn't say, let me go fight the armies. He just said, let me fight Goliath. What's the big, what's the big Goliath? God used David to do many, many things. But he just used a simple stone. He had two sticks. That was it. No heavy armor. Two sticks, five stones. And it took one stone. But David prayed. He was bold. He was confident. And he was very adamant that with the help of the Lord, he would be victorious. And it wasn't for him, but it was for the people. So David didn't run out and try to fight all the armies. He had one singular person, Goliath. And I don't know, some of you may not believe and you may think, oh, those are just Bible stories. Well, I, I happen to believe that God's word is true and that it's not just a story. It's something that we can use uh, to learn about our creator, but it's also something that we can learn from to live our life. David didn't pick up a bunch of weapons and armor to go fight a battle. No. Two sticks. You know, he had two sticks and five stones. Two sticks and five stones. And it was one stone that took Goliath down. Don't underestimate the power that you have to be able to accomplish the things that God has before you. So if you've prayed about it and you've put it and he and he's put it on your heart because you have narrowed it down you're saying this is the Goliath. This is what this is where my focus needs to be. This is where my family's focus needs to be. And then you keep in mind the season that you're living in. How much time do you have? Really? How much time do you have? And then you ask the Lord to raise up others. I promise you. Just like David was able to take down Goliath, singular focus, didn't get sidetracked, knew why, knew why he was doing what he was doing. I want you to remember that. I want you to consider this. I want you to know that God has equipped you for the race that he's called you to do. And right now, you really are fighting for the future of of your children and other children, for your family, for your family unit. And I'm not going to say it's, it's certainly not going to be easy. We're, we see what's happening. Some of you are, you know, some of you don't, because not because you don't look, but because of where you are. Some of you are very much, very much you see it. It's like right in your face. But I promise if you follow those three simple steps, 
and you keep that focus, you will see God use you. Your kids will see how God is leading you and your family, and they will see how you are bold and strong and confident because God's made you that way. I want you to remember that this week. I'm so glad you joined us at Equipped to Be. I'm just, I just get humbled that every day, you know, that I get to do this, that I get to have this podcast, that uh, we get to have this ministry, that we get to, to partner with you, that we get to partner with other companies, that we get to uh, come alongside and do the work that we've been called to do. It's so humbling and so awesome, and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm going to keep it simple this week. Consider those three things that I just said. Now is the time. Don't overdo it because you'll burn out and you'll give up. And we don't want that to happen now, do we? You don't want to lose the balance. Huh, I could do it. We don't want to talk about that. But that'll be for another episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here at Equipped to Be, for telling your friends. And you know what? Just being faithful to show up. I get so many messages from you guys. You are awesome. And I never take it for granted because it's a privilege to be able to sit here and be able to have this communication to be with you and not be totally shut down. That day may come. You know, equipped to be maybe taken off the air. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it for right now. We're just going to keep doing what we do. And we're going to equip you to do what you are called to do as well. So be blessed and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.